Hello, Hoochies. It is your favorite highly sensitive hood rat. And today I want to talk about a plethora of things. I should have known Mercury retrograde was around the corner. I'm just, I've been feeling that tension. And recently I, you know, got my, my exam, my final test in regards to, you know, setting certain boundaries and, and people pleasing and playing nice in a performative way as opposed to being kind you know in a way that serves you as well as others and this can be attributed to yourself your own fears it can be attributed to different friendships relationships with your parents um, and other family members even to that ancient boyfriend that you refuse to let go of toxicity is and that that's the sentence that's all so When you're used to surviving, you're used to trying to prove your worth, you're used to overstepping your boundaries and allowing other people to overstep your boundaries. When you're used to feeling like you have to do and be certain things to receive acceptance or love from others, it's really hard to spot text toxicity because as far as you're concerned, this is what you've always had to do. And it's 2020, bitch. Okay, all the people in my life that I, you know, respect and love and admire, we're all about the same age, so, which is over 25. So enough of the bullshit. The things that you learned that you taught yourself as forms of coping mechanisms to deal with your pain and to deal with, you know, just things you can't control in your life. That was that, you know, it's, this is, it's not, I'm not shaming anyone, um, in no capacity whatsoever. But what I am saying is that you're old enough to know better now and to start implementing practices that allow you to thrive. So, people-pleasing as a way to distract from your own growth or people-pleasing as a way, like I said, to receive validation for, you know, things about yourself that you're not so secure about is, is, is a dub, is dead for that shit because you realize the very people that you're trying to receive validation from, they survive on your validation. 
you feeling the need to, you know, whatever you do for them, getting them to acknowledge it in a way that makes it okay, they need you looking to them for your validation, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? It's all energy. So if you're around people that in, so, okay, let me just be, try to be as simple as possible. Pay attention to how you feel around certain people. And certain people that you, there are people that you'll go around and you feel safe and you feel light and you feel like your best self. And for, you know, speaking from personal experience as well, if you're not used to being loved, if you're not used to feeling safe, when you go around people like that, it actually might intimidate you and you push them away. And you notice that when you're around people that make you feel insecure about yourself or people that make you question your intentions, you, for some reason, you stick around them and you just can't get enough. You cannot get enough of fucking beating yourself down and overworking yourself to get their validation. But what you don't see is that they need you more than you need them. You feed them with all of your energy and your attention and the low vibration that is insecurity and fear. You feed them because they feed off negativity. And this is, like I said, I'm not here to judge anyone, but understand that if you really want to make a difference in their life, raise your vibration, be your best self, and challenge them to meet you there. You're not doing anyone any favors by stooping down to people's energy and trying to claw them up. You ain't doing nobody a favor. You're wasting your time, your energy, and just I was regressing. Like, there's no transformation happening. There's no moving forward. You're just sitting in a pit of fucking nothingness. So... And I say that, and I'm, I'm checking myself as well, because you do, when, you, when you're used to people-pleasing, all, all of that is from fear. It's from fear that you're afraid they're going to shame or guilt you, you're afraid they're going to put you down, you're afraid they're going to invalidate you or invalidate your intentions, and you have to think of whatever, you know, treat whatever you're afraid of as this big blob or this big entity or, you know, the quote-unquote boogeyman. And remember, it's all energy. If you walk up to the boogeyman and your vibration is so high, is so rooted in love and light and acceptance for your own self, acceptance for your own intentions, acceptance for the journey you've been on, it literally can't touch you because you're not on the same frequency. Stay in love. Stay in your heart. And challenge the people around you to meet you there. 
as opposed to trying to either shame or guilt them either. Don't you you can't shame or guilt your friends into being better. You can't shame or guilt anyone into being better because really it's a reflection of you. And if you own your shit, if you held your own self accountable, if you believed in your potential to be better, your your language would change. You know? Loving people means giving them the space to be themselves. It means giving them the space to grow at their own pace. As with yourself. When you give yourself the space to be your best self, you end up you will be your best self. Because that's that's holding space. Which gets me on to my next topic. Cleanliness. And I think I'm gonna name the podcast this. Keep your hands clean, boo. And that means regularly cleanse. Cleanse your space, cleanse your aura, cleanse your mindset, your behaviors. Regularly circulate, you know, the air in there. You know, when you haven't cleaned your room in a long time and you have a whole bunch of clutter stacked up, you haven't opened a window, that's, that's when it's uncomfortable just to be by yourself. That's when you have anxiety. And when you have anxiety, it leads you to go about searching for things that will release that anxiety. But all of it is a distraction. And you realize that when you get back to being by yourself, that anxiety never went anywhere. But that's why when you clean your room and you open a window and you open the blinds and you let some light in, it just feels better. You can breathe again. That's because when you renew when you renew your space around you, you also renew yourself. It's all intentions. Intentions, actions, and beliefs. They all you know check and balance each other to create the environment around you. So when you set the intention that I want to cleanse my space to let in new energy and you go about actually following with an action that cleanses your space, the intention that you have while you're completing or while you're in the midst of the action changes the vibration, it changes the frequency, it makes it so. That's magic because we're magical beings. I I felt the first day of Mercury retrograde like a motherfucker yesterday. There was literally a point where I was... Um, I went into the closet to make a phone call because I didn't want to wake pee. And in just the situation, you know, regarding the phone call, I very unsure of myself, very unsure of the future about you know, if the steps that I would necessarily want to take are the right ones and and I was crying and for once I sat and I didn't follow my thoughts but I listened to what they were and they're very doubtful. They they wanted me or my thoughts were leading me to, you know, feel small and like I said, unsure of myself, unsure of my path. And, you know, to want to escape my reality because I just didn't feel um, equipped enough to deal with it. And it was then and there that 
I was very clear and I spoke my truth and I said, and I set the intentions of the person that I wanted to be, of how I actually wanted to navigate the situation. And I wanted to believe in myself. I wanted to believe in my circumstances. I wanted to, you know, not doubt my worthiness and my ability to receive good on the other end of whatever this is. You know, even though I can't control it, even though I can't see it, does not mean that it's danger. It doesn't mean that the sky is falling. It just means that I don't know. I'm not, you know, the information hasn't been revealed to me. And that's when you go inside or you turn inward for guidance. That's when you, you know, get in tune. Or you remember that you are always in tune with the earth and its elements you know when you feel or and that's when you know i think i did i make one on lack of i did i made a podcast on lack versus versus abundance that's when the mindset of lack versus abundance really shows itself when you're at this what you know at a Figuratively speaking, when you're at a crossroads where you necessarily don't know how to move forward in a way that suits your best self. If you're okay with residing in a realm of lack, that's when you, you know, oh, I don't have this. I don't have enough. I'm not enough. I won't be able to make it. You know, something bad's going to happen. But when you're in a realm of abundance, you know that you have more than enough because you've all, you're always being prepared for what's to come next and spirit always overflows or overflows in you, within you, around you. That's facts. And I'm there. I'm at that crossroads, and I all I and like I said, I set the intentions, and my intentions were, I just want to do my best. I just want to believe in my best. I want to trust in the unknown and what I can't control. I want to leave room for the best to show up for me. You know, I don't want to doubt myself. I don't want to play the victim card that says that every time. I let my guard down and I let myself be happy, something bad happens. Or that I'm only worthy of something bad happening. Because that's not true at all. In these moments of confusion or um, moments of just not knowing enough that makes you feel in control, this is, these are the moments that matter for me to reestablish, you know, reassert and claim my magic and my abilities. And you do, you forget that you'd have made it through some shit before, that you've done magic before. And it's, it's, I can admit, sometimes I've been afraid of my own magic. You know, even knowing it's there, afraid that, and then that's a, the whole point of magic is that you don't. There is a a level of uns of uncertainty there. 
you know that's the but that's the beauty of magic you leave room for what you don't know and what you can't control and you watch it show up in front of your eyes like a magic trick for example and but that's the beauty of manifesting not knowing how but knowing it will and i said i have you know disciplined myself i like to clean cleanse the space once a week you know um you know, on Sundays, Saturdays, you wake up, that's when your parents are playing the oldies and they're cleaning the house. And and you don't understand it as a kid, but that's I feel like that might go back to slave days. Just that, that um, practice, cleansing the space, renewing the energy. And if it's one thing that we all have heard, cleanliness is next to godliness. And I feel like that just means that the discipline of regularly cleansing your space, your mindset, you know, your body, it leaves room for godliness to show up. I'm in no way religious whatsoever, but... I've begun to think less of, of, of a God and more of godliness and as a practice, as a discipline, as a, as a mindset because I have access to it. I was made in, in, a, in a godly image. I have the capabilities of aligning myself with godliness, so why not? I wouldn't be able to do magic if not. So I was cleaning the kitchen earlier, um, which is I, I sweep, I mop, I do the dishes, clean the counters, you know, just renew the space, renew the energy in that space because I spend a lot of time in there um, because, you know, I feed pee, I cook for myself and for my cousin and and. I usually would play music, and this time I wanted to just be with my thoughts. And one thought that hit me, I was thinking about, or I some or it popped up in my head that scene in Idlewild, where sis or um big boy came across Cicely Tyson. She was sitting in the car with some children and he felt compelled to stop and to give her money and her reply to him was God told me to stop the car to sit right here and to wait so I did and I started having that thought because like I said I'm, I'm really in a space where I just I don't know and any other time I would get to places like this, I'd be afraid to do my best. I wouldn't believe that my best was enough or that there wasn't any room for my best to to be. 
And this time around, that is my only option, is to move forward, doing my best with the best intentions possible, and to leave room for the best to show up. And that has everything to do with how worthy I feel now, um, how able I feel now. There's a certain level of confidence available to me that has always been available to me, but that I didn't allow myself to step into. So I did. I got the thought that was like, if, you know, I'm, I'm not going to move out of fear. I'm not going to move from a place of fear. And moving from a place of fear, it's not forward. It's usually backwards into whatever, you know, comfortable little cozy dark spot you're used to being at because that's what you know and that's what you can control. And I'm off that shit. Moving forward and not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing, you know, necessarily if you're equipped that takes real balls that's real confidence that's real love for self and light in your environment and I and I just I don't know I had the random thought and I was like this is where God wants me to be I'm not you know out of place and nothing is out is in time or I'm in within the realm of divine timing so nothing is you know I'm I'm not running out of time and I'm not losing any time. And it's the same thing. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, and yeah, so I was like, if this is where God wants me to be, then that's where I'm going to be. And wherever I'm supposed to be, God will make it so. And then I got the, I remember the scene from Idlewild. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I have to be okay with the stillness of, of now. The stillness of, of waiting for a sign or for some information, for some light that I necessarily can't see right now. I have to leave room for it to show up, which again ties back into, like I said, clean, clean, so that God may enter. Leave room for God to enter. That's the rule when you do magic. You ever notice Whenever an artist is talking about writing a song or about a certain performance that was just beyond them, they always mention that they left room for God to enter the space. And that's the element of air. You can't see it, you can't touch it, you can't taste it, you can't, but you can feel it. And when you're doing magic, you need all of the elements to combine and to work with each other. And the air is the most important because that is the concept of leaving room for magic to happen. That one little ingredient in the cauldron that you just can't, it says it's not up to you. And I also, then I got the thought, I was like, if I leave from this space, you know, moving with fear, I won't be here. I won't be present when my gifts show up. They'll have my name on it, but I won't be here. 
And bitch, if that ain't a fucking gem, if I'm afraid of the stillness of the now, I won't be present to recognize my blessings when they show up. Like, bitch, bars, bars. <laughs> and it is, it's that simple. Presence is, is a mind state. It's a state of being. And when you're present in your heart, all you see is opportunities. All you see is blessings. All you see is light. All you see is beauty. And that feeling of, of you know, fear because you don't necessarily know which way to go, it dissolves right in front of your eyes. Because, like I said, all you see is beauty, so you go where the beauty is. And you're okay with that. It's enough. And most importantly, you remember that you're enough.